Yo, 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 it's your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk, back for yet another awesome show. There are some shows that everyone has seen and some shows that people haven't. I'm just trying to do my best to bridge the gap, a little column A and a little column B. If this is your first time listening, just so you know, this is my list, nobody else's, just kind of some things that I've watched, um, and it's based off of that. So, now that the foundations have been set, let's get to it. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Matt St. Jack back at it again. No white vans, but I'm rocking the black Adidas. Um, we're back with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. No guests today, um, though I did um, record an episode earlier with my buddy R-Gap, um, who also has a podcast, so please try to find him. I know you can find him on Instagram. Um, it's R-Gap, so R-G-A-P, the number two, so R-Gap two. Reach out to him, get his link, um, and so that way you can go ahead and hear me on his podcast and follow him because he's got some dope content just like myself. Um, I think we talked about a fight between Rock Lee, who would win essentially between Rock Lee and Yusuke Urameshi. It was kind of like a versus battle. So um, if you, again, want to hear that, it's Gap 2 on Instagram. Reach out to him, get a link to his podcast. Um, but yeah, that we did that earlier today. So today um, on the podcast, I want to start off by, again, letting you guys know that I appreciate everything that you guys do, all the listening that you guys do. Um, We actually just passed uh, 300 listens on all the episodes. So thank you. And a special shout out to everyone who's listened. If you've listened and you enjoy the content, pass it along to somebody else um, and share the link. Let them know that they can check it out. Episodes drop every Monday. And of course I can be reached on Twitter at anime space talk the number 12 so that's anime talk one two on twitter um again reach out to me shoot me a message let me know what you think about the show um but yeah let's make sure that we get the word out guys so i appreciate that um i think the next milestone that i want to try to hit is maybe like 400 once we get to 400 i'm actually in the work and i think i kind of alluded to this in the last episode but i'm in works to making um, a different version of the logo so once that comes out and we probably hit that 400 number i'm actually looking at doing some giveaways so follow me on twitter so you can kind of be updated and kept up to date on any giveaways and things like that as new updates are coming out new podcast episode are being launched um so going back um if you know you've been following the show up to this point you know that november has been my november tower or yeah my november tournament of power um a generic title but essentially what we've been doing is narrowing down um the you know eight antagonists eight protagonists um just kind of knocking it out in the sweet 16 status so tonight we actually pick up sweet 16 is done so we are actually in the elite eight so in the elite eight we have jen mori uh that moved on we have Luffy that moved on, Naruto that moved on, Escanor that moved on from the protagonist side. We have the Beast Titan, Madara Uchiha, King Bradley, and Pain that moved on from the antagonist side. So that's where we are right now. Those uh, those eight. So 
tonight we're actually going to be going through and starting off on the protagonist side so we're doing Jin Mori versus Luffy and then we're doing Naruto versus Escanor um so where we are right now um it was a hard fought battle with Jin Mori versus Levi but uh, we kind of knew that Levi was going to win that one um Luffy versus all for well not all for one but one for all that was actually a, a pretty tough match but they ended up winning uh but luffy ended up winning on this one so starting off tonight we're going to go into jen mori like i said jen mori versus luffy so starting it off um jen mori is from the show the anime god of high school which if you haven't checked out god of high school i did a review on it in a previous episode and i, I believe i had our gap on that episode a, a review of um summer anime that came out that's a crunchyroll exclusive so um you will definitely want to watch it on crunchyroll but it's a good quick watch um i can't wait for the next season to come out because the way that they finished this one and kind of led into it i think it's going to be really dope i believe it was actually based on a webtoon so if you've seen the webtoon you'll probably love the animation as well um and i like the animation style but jim Mori is the is one of the main characters i guess he is technically the main character it's another trio team so you have him Dawe and Mira um but the way that this is set up is they have these different abilities I guess they can kind of draw on different um entities whether it be deities gods or you know devils demons things like that they can draw on their ability so in this one Jen can actually um, draw on the ability of the Monkey King. So he's got the Monkey King mode, um, essentially where he has like superhero, superhuman strength and speed and endurance and durability, all of that good stuff. Um, and he's got like a huge staff that he can make really, really big. He can shrink it down to where he can, you know, where it's like handheld size. He can like make it blow up to where it could freaking level out a whole building complex or whatever at any point in time um and he also has he's he's very adverse and very um well trained in the renewal taekwondo which is a different style um something that he learned from his grandpa so essentially it's taekwondo like a martial arting style except for he uses a lot of kicks like he's so think about like a like a really cool version and a high school version of like eddie gordo um like dude's got kicks and he's got like the the dragon um like the dragon kicks and things like that really dope animation that goes along with that so um he ended up fighting against the main antagonist in that show which was actually pretty dope um and i'm not going to spoil that fight for you but going through that fight and going through the the natural progression of the show he ends up pretty much becoming like an op main character or an op character so in this situation with him having the renewal taekwondo superhuman strength speed endurance durability he has adaptive uh, muscle memory so as he's kind of he can kind of pick up things fairly quickly um so that's who jen mori is um, obviously Luffy, if you guys have heard or listened to any of my previous episodes, then you already know that I talk and I kind of gas up, um, Luffy on a regular basis. I feel like, because I love one piece, which I think at this point we're at episode 950, um, which I just watched yesterday, but Luffy is the main character on the straw hat crew in one piece. Um, it's about pirates that have some pirates that have different abilities and essentially, um, with those abilities they usually they get them by eating devil fruit or they have another um, ability called hockey that they can use but 
essentially what a devil fruit is, is it's a fruit that's forbidden, you eat it, and you can get a potential um, ability out of it. Um, there are modified smile fruits, but without trying to, without having to go too deep in detail, um, essentially, for the sake of this argument, Luffy, which is the main character, again, of the uh, Straw Hat crew, Monkey D. Luffy, he ends up eating the gum gum fruit, which the gum gum fruit essentially makes it to where his body is like rubber, where he can extend it out, he can contract it in. He's essentially a rubber man. The downside to anyone who eats these fruits um, and the side effect of it is that you can't swim, which is, again, I think is kind of ironic considering the fact that you're a pirate on the water, but can't swim um so with luffy's um his his gum gum fruit he has the um, ability which is the devil fruit and he has strength he has the speed agility um durability endurance he's got instinct um he's got like an adaptive instinct so there's a there are a lot of fights that are in this obviously as you can probably guess with 950 episodes out but in a lot of this, there are a lot of fights that he that he takes part uh, part in, and with him, he has different abilities, right? So he's got like Gear Second, which he can increase his speed and power by increasing the size of his blood vessels. So essentially, he just overheats. Um, he gets himself like really really hot, and it allows him to speed up. Um, he's got Third Gear which he essentially can blow into his thumb and inflate a body part. So like he can blow into his left thumb and have like a big, huge arm that he can use to punch. Um, and then he's got the fourth gear, which he can inflate his whole body and then cover that with hockey, which is kind of like a defensive. Um, it's like a defensive, I guess, shield, which he can also use to attack, but it helps him um, go into like tank man and his bounce man form which allow him to kind of like float or fly or bounce around and like take more damage and things like that. He still has the increased speed and the increased ability um, or agility, rather durability and all that good stuff, strength and everything like that. Now, the downside to the fourth gear is he can only be in that gear for 20 minutes. That's the downside, the trade off, um, as well as he has, uh, I kind of alluded to it earlier, hockey. So hockey is essentially like a, I guess you could say, kind of like a spirit power, spirit pressure. Um, so he can use that um, to not, there are three different ways that he uses it. So essentially he can use his first hockey, which um, technically can knock out anybody that's like weak. If you have a weak foundation or you have like, I don't know, like you're pretty much if you're an underling, like if you're, if you're, if you don't know how to use hockey yourself, you, he can use this hockey and it'll essentially like knock you out. Um, then of course he can use the second one, which he can kind of almost, I wouldn't say it's, it's not at the level of like a shine gun or anything like that, but essentially what he can do is he can kind of look a little bit into the future, which he ended up using this, this ability when he was fighting against, uh, big moms, um, which is one of the antagonists in the show. If you haven't watched it already there, uh, the sun, um, which everybody, there, there's been an uproar. I've been looking and seeing it over and over again about people talking about like you know technically he shouldn't have, you know luffy shouldn't have won this fight this dude had like a multi-billion dollar bounty on him he shouldn't have been able to win blah 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 he did okay because we know how this goes a good guy has to win even though in this show that doesn't always necessarily come true but or it doesn't necessarily ring true but um 
essentially he can he use this ability to kind of look into the future and kind of predict what was going to happen next um the last thing the last way that he can use this is there is a there are people who have abilities in this show that are like log logia log, logia i i swear i know how to say it. i was practicing how to say it before i recorded this but i think it's logia but anyway, there there are different types of people who can use the devil fruits, like different devil fruits. Some of them um, are like ancient devil fruits. Some of them are logia, which is like um, essentially they can transform their body. So like if you were fighting somebody who had a, a flame um, logia type, like essentially they could turn into fire. So it wouldn't even be a physical body. They can actually turn into fire with this third form. Luffy can essentially still grab them. So even if they tried to get away, like I believe he, he fought against Caesar clown, um, which had like a gas ability where he can kind of float away and things like that. Even with that, he could still grasp onto him. So just different forms of, of ways that he can use his hockey. So when we're looking at this fight, right, I believe that the 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 terrain decision maker gave us another blizzard ice mountain um, terrain, which if you watch the if you listen to the last episode, then you would know that that apparently is what the decision will likes. I think I'm just going to take it off because it just keeps you know coming out but in this fight if you were to go off of the ability uh, off of the terrain i don't think one either one of them really has a advantage or a disadvantage um i brought this up before you could always say hey with luffy if he can't swim if you know there's a break in the ice or something like that luffy falls into it he could potentially die which is very true but that would make this fun at all if it was just that practical um so in this fight, I guess what it really comes down to is one Luffy having to go to fourth gear, which we don't necessarily know how strong fourth gear at this point. I mean, he just he fought against Kaido in the last the land of the Wano uh, Wano arc, and he was completely demolished in that fight. So, but and but do I think that like Jen Mori could fight Kaido either? Like, I don't really think so because Kaido's like pretty much you know impenetrable. Like the dude just can't lose. So. There's no real way to power scale this, so I would I would I would venture to say that essentially, Jen in his final form, I believe him going into the monkey mode. Now there is a restriction, or at least in the anime so far. When I was looking it up, they said that he kind of breaks away from that restriction a little bit later on. Um, I guess in the in the manga and the in the web version of it. So essentially he can go beyond that. But when he goes beyond that, he kind of goes into a God tier. And, you know, if you know, you know, based off of the first episode, we tried, I'm trying to stay out of God tiers. I'm not going to let him advance that far because if he went there, I don't think that Luffy would survive at all. Um, But I think that at the base value where they are right now with the different forms and things like that, and the different gears that they can go into, um, Without being like very biased, I'm actually leaning a little bit more towards Jen, um, realistically, only because he does have the speed and the abilities and everything like that that goes along with it. Now, I will say that even though I'm leaning towards Jen, I, I'm thinking that like Luffy would still be able to take this one only because um, 
where we are right now, if I'm going completely off of the last thing according to the anime, where Luffy is right now, character development wise and strength wise, and and based off of the amount of people he's actually fought up to the like fought up to this point, um, like like I said, Big Mom and and um, you know a lot of the other people that he's gotten into it with, I think that and him trying to fight Kaido. Um, him being a member of the the worst generation just so many different things the whole situation that happened um on the marine island just so many different so many different emotions i think that at this point based on this fight i'm gonna have luffy move on to the next round so that'll be luffy moving on from um you know luffy and jen i love jen as a as a character though um and i'm pretty sure that he would probably make it if i saw a little bit more out of him but as for right now i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna move luffy in to the um next round so he'll be going into the elite four um i feel like i slick feel like we just got started but um like like you always know how it goes um when it gets around this time we're gonna take a quick commercial break um get a quick word from our sponsor and i'll be right back all right, we're back. Thanks for sticking around after the break, guys. Um, so we just talked through the first fight, which was Jen Mori versus Luffy, Monkey D. Luffy from One Piece. And we had Luffy moving on to the final four. So coming out of the bottom of this bracket, we have Naruto versus Escanor in a desert terrain setting. So I did get a different decision wheel. Um, so... If you know, um, to get to this point, Naruto ended up defeating Yusuke in the first round, um, and Escanor ended up defeating Inuyasha in the first round as well um, to get here. So, I'm not going to bore you guys. I know that, again, if you've watched some of the past episodes, you know about Naruto and his different abilities. So, essentially, Naruto, um, being the son of Minato... He becomes the Hukage of his village, the village hidden in a leaf. Um, he has a, he's what they call a Jinchuriki, which he has a um, tail beast sealed inside of him. And he essentially um, is the bearer of this. So he has to go through his whole life in the very beginning. People hate him. They're scared of him because he has this, this beast, this demon fox, Karama, inside of him. And so they kind of treat him differently. Ultimately, he still doesn't care, still loves the people in his village and strives as hard as he can to become the Hokage, who's kind of like the president or the king, I guess you could say, of the village, which is what he is trying to um, essentially become. So he's working his butt off to do that, even though the people are scared of him. And um, I'm not going to spoil it. But anyway, so um, with him, with him having that tail beast inside of him, he has a lot of different abilities a, a lot of different abilities. So we've been talking about abilities tonight. He's got uh, the six path sage mode, which he gets a lot later in the series. Um, I believe that's in Shippuden because there's Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, and then um, Boruto, which don't even get me started on Boruto. I'm gonna, I'm telling you, one of these days, I'm, I'm gonna give a review on how I feel about Boruto. Um, and some people are gonna hate me, some people are gonna love me, but again, like, like in the words of Dave Chappelle, just remember, you clicked on my face, except you didn't click on my face you clicked on the podcast um but he's got that he's got his karama uh mode where he can kind of manifest karama and the chakra that he has um so in this show that's where all their uh, their ability kind of uh 
gravitates from. They're ninjas that have a chakra on the inside. They use obviously like your your shurikens and and kunais and everything like that. But a lot of their main abilities and their uh, ninjutsu comes from their inner chakra. Um, so he's got he's got two obviously parts of chakra his chakra and karamas that he can use which he can go into a karama mode and use that um he's got the rasengan which he's got a couple of different versions of that he's got um i mean he's got pretty much you know damn near unlimited chakra because of him having the two different ones he's very fast for a ninja he's got a summoning jutsu so he's got speed he's got the summoning meaning that he has a contract with the uh toads um that jiraiya had to, every time I say that name, I tear up. But uh, that Jiraiya had kind of left for him, so he's got a contract with the uh, Toads that he can summon. Um, and that's just to name a few of his different abilities. So Naruto is a really OP character. He still gets included in this, even though like some people would say, okay, well he's in like the God tier if he can use the the sixth path stage mode. But I I'm gonna keep him, you know, um, human. And I'm not going to put him in the God tier. So, um, but that's that's essentially who Naruto is, and kind of what uh, is going on with Naruto. Again, there's a lot of different abilities that he has. I mean, and there's a lot of people. And the reason why he stays in here is because a lot of people that he's fought against, like, have been people who were completely out of his league. Like, I mean, you had everything that happened with Aruchimaru. You had everything that happened with Madara and with Obito and with you know. All of these people that he fought against, Pain, um, who actually, you know, like I said, he, he's over in the antagonist bracket. That lets you know that he was a pretty strong antagonist. So you got all of these characters that he fought against um, and, you know, survived and kind of overcame everything with. Now, a lot of that did have to have have a lot of that did have to do with his team that he had around him. Team seven, which was him, uh, Sakura, Sasuke and uh, Kakashi Sensei until Sasuke left and then Sai took over in that in that space but um a lot of that did come down to teamwork but ultimately when you have a show named after you that means you're the main character and that's the case here um so that's Naruto when we look over at Escanor, Escanor is from Seven Deadly Sins. Um, so if you haven't watched that, it's a dope show. Love that show. Um, I can't wait for the new season to come out, which I think actually I don't know if it's I don't know if it's next month or if it's in January, but I know it's coming out pretty soon, and I can't wait because they left us with a huge cliffhanger. Um, this show can be found on Netflix. Um, I think it's a yeah, it's a Netflix original. So yeah, you can watch it on Netflix. Uh, one of the net one of the shows on Netflix that I think that they really really got right, which some of their anime has actually been pretty dope. Um, with Escanor, so Escanor essentially is a member of the Seven Deadly Sins. Again, that I mean, it's kind of self explanatory. They have the Seven Sins. They have like the the Goat Sin, and they have the the Wrath Sin, which uh, and then they have the Pride Sin, who is who is uh, which is what Escanor is is the sin of pride. Um, so essentially. With them, they're going through uh, Britannia, and essentially they're trying to save the kingdom of Leonis. Um, Elizabeth, who's the main female character, I guess she, yeah, she's the main female character. Um, her, she's the kind of a reincarnation of Meliodas, which is the captain of the uh, Seven Deadly Sins. His girlfriend says lover, and where Escanor comes in is Escanor actually has a very intricate part in this, in the fact that one, he's stronger than the main character, which is why he's here and not Meliodas. Which then again, Meliodas is like a demon god, so that's why he's not in here. But 
Um, with Escanor, he's stronger than Meliodas, and his ability is that he has a giant one you know one hand battle axe named rita which is his sacred treasure which each one of the sins has a sacred uh, treasure it's something that's specifically set up to manifest and amplify their powers um so he has this huge one-handed battle axe um and he, he this dude like his his only weakness realistically is that he gets his strength from the sun so essentially what happens is any other any other time of the day, like whether it be really, really like nighttime or whether it's like super early in the morning, he cannot um, he looks like this regular Joe Schmo kind of guy. Like he looks like and if you watch the if you listen to the last episode from last week, you know, how I've already talked about this, but he looks like just this regular barkeep, you know, this little outfit, you know, like the little like a suit and tie he's got the glasses the big oversized glasses mustache he just looks like a tech uh, like a typical guy you would see him in the street and you would you would probably pick on him because he looks like a poindexter like the dude just doesn't he doesn't look like he would be scary at all um but when the sun comes up and he decides to and it gets hot what ends up happening is he essentially transforms into a very buff version uh, uh which is who we know as Escanor. so the higher the sun, the stronger he gets. And the battle axe Rita actually um, amplifies that. So I, I alluded to it before, but there was a fight where this dude essentially like called the sun down. I mean, it wasn't that big. It was kind of like a planetary, a planetary devastation, though, size and literally threw it on an enemy with the like with the power of the sun and because he's the center pride like this dude talks he talks stuff all the time like he literally talks shit like all the time so um it's always like funny because it's one of those things where he's like oh well you know like you know i i like like i think he was fighting one of the one of the commandments and he was like you're gonna sit here and talk you know talk so prideful in front of me or you're gonna talk like so cocky and arrogant in front of me he was like this isn't arrogance he was like i'm not speaking arrogantly like to you i pity you because you actually think that you stand a chance against me like this dude is 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 that prideful um so and in in the in the, the last season you kind of get to see that uh, they ended up having a fight where the girl had to create like a she created almost or i don't know if it was the girl that did I somebody created an artificial sun which gave Escanor the ability to turn at night so as long as he has sunlight he can transform um and he's really strong when he's there so i guess the the big thing about this fight again it's one of those time those time things right so like we said before with luffy he can only transform um into gear four for 20 minutes i looked and i'll try to have it together if he moves on to the next round i'll try to move it on um you know try to try to piece it out and try to find out exactly the time frame or how long that Escanor can stay in that um that form like his his op form i'll try to look into it if he makes it on but i know that there is a time limit again because once the sun starts to set he always disappears um and he's like hey you know i'll, I'll come to find you guys later and we've never seen really what he does or where he goes um to kind of transform and everything like that but we know that he usually leaves when he has to change. Um, so with a time frame or with a time limit to this ability, uh, it's kind of difficult because 
you have he has the strength, but you don't have unlimited strength in the sense that you can control it at all times. So it'd be a different story because like if if you were to fight, right? I think I had a desert terrain. So if you were to fight in a desert, okay, cool. When it gets hot and when the sun comes up, dude, you gonna you gonna give Naruto the work like for all of that time. Like Naruto is gonna be taking punches, taking that you know some battle axe hits and all this other stuff. But he's brute strength, right? So you're going to have to get close to Naruto, which we know Naruto has like the Tail Beast Bomb, the Rasengan. He's got the Wind Shuriken Rasengan. He's got all of these different abilities, multi-clone, multi-shadow clone jutsu. He's got all of this stuff. The Naruto Uzumaki Barrage. He's got all of this, right, that he can use. So he can keep you at a distance. Um, And if you can't get close, then you're kind of going to have a hard time fighting him. If the sun starts to go down, you're going to have to transform. I don't think that he can keep this form up. And, and you know, again, not to spoil too much about Naruto, if you haven't watched it, you're not current on it, well, and the Boruto, this dude has the ability to keep his chakra up 24-7. Like, Naruto is not one of those ninjas that's like, oh, man, like, something's going on. Like, this dude has shadow clones of himself going around throughout the world, and they're all, like, you know, 75 percent of his his ability you know 80 percent of his ability so clearly dude is strong um so i guess i say all that to say that as much as i really wanted Escanor to move on like i can't give it to him i've got to give it to naruto i got to give it to naruto moving on um just for the simple fact of him having so much of an ability having so much strength um having pretty much like i said damn near unlimited chakra all the different techniques and abilities that he can use i just don't see Escanor standing up to it. i think he would give him that work from the very like as soon as the sun came up and we talked about like high noon like don't don't get don't get it twisted Escanor is giving naruto that work if he can get close enough to him he is giving him that work but overall i just don't see him being able to keep up with him long term and from a distance it makes it very difficult for Escanor to get close and be able to um to do a lot of work on him or, or you know with with uh, Naruto so in this round we're going to pass along and move Naruto on to the next round um so that means that coming into the final four at least on the protagonist side we're going to have um Luffy moving over and then we're going to have Naruto moving over so um that that kind of settles it for the protagonist as of tonight now like I said we have another episode so we have I guess this would be like part this is part three so I guess it'd be part four um which will actually be the same thing for the antagonist side which I'm going to go through and recap when we get over there in the next episode which is next Monday which again make sure that you follow the show like us on pretty much every streaming service that's out there I'm on Apple podcast Google podcast iHeartRadio, Spotify um, Anchor of course um, all of that so yeah just Make sure that you keep up with us and remember that you can find me on Twitter at anime space talk 12. That's anime talk one, two, 12 um, to, to kind of get some updates about that. 
But I think that's going to call it for the episode tonight. Again, I thank you, everyone, for sticking around and listening and supporting the show. Without you, none of this is possible. So please uh, take solace in that and know that I appreciate you all. Again, you can find me on um, Twitter at Anime Talk 12. Look for any giveaways or anything like that that are going to be coming up as soon as we hit that 400 listener um, threshold. So if you like the episodes, again, send them share them with your friends um, and people that you know would like anime share them on Twitter, share my tweets or anything like that retweet, let's go man, so let's get it up to that 400, let's get some merchandise and stuff like that start coming out And because I, I, want, I want to give you guys something back for all the support and everything like that that you have um, given me so um, for those, that you, those of you that haven't um, and those of you well obviously if you haven't then you would know but those of you who have um just make sure that, again, you like, subscribe, share with friends and everything like that. So that way we can get to that goal. So tonight, to recap, we got um, we got Luffy moving on and we've got Naruto moving on to the final four. Again, this has been Matt St. Jack with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Hope that you guys have a great night and I'll see you next time. Peace.